0: Welcome to This Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Steve Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning, and we're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV movies, the 80s cartoon, and beyond. Today we are discussing season two, episode 6A, Gone with the Mimphs, with special guest Hillary, the host of Previously on X-Men.
1: Hey guys. Welcome, Hillary. Thanks.
2: She sounds cheery now, but after the last episode, she was like, I don't ever want to be on this podcast again. Last time
1: you guys did me dirty, but I I came back. I came back. I'm going to give it another shot. Okay.
2: All right. If I remember right, the episode you were on last was particularly bad.
1: It had better have been.
2: It was, yeah, it was really bad. I think we had you on one because it was one that featured one of the X Men voice casts really really prominently. So it was like, oh, we should, yeah, we should have Hillary on. And then the episode was bad. The
0: three lessons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that oh yeah, that's, so right.
2: that's right. That's uh. right. Oh, that was a rough one. That was a rough <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. Today, though, today I, I feel like is better. <laughs> I felt pretty good about today's episode.
0: Yeah, I got to be honest.
2: Uh, I, I do, too. I do, yeah, too. I had a good time. All right, so let me, uh, Hillary, let me take you through the casting crew. Are you ready? I am so ready. Okay. I just want to make sure your spirits are high.
1: Listen, I'm ready. Okay. I said I'm ready. <laughs> I heard you.
2: I heard you. I just, I got to take what I can get uh today's episode was written by linda wolverton new new author here on on the scene Mm -hmm. Uh, directed by dale shot this episode originally aired on october 18th 1986 and was released on vhs as part of the compilation wicket's adventures i guess he sort of has an adventure here wicket
1: is in it and he is
2: he is in it yeah yeah that's true (laughs) So our featured member of the cast and crew today is Linda Wolverton. So this is her first time writing for the series, but it's also another pretty influential and uh, noteworthy first here in the Star Wars world. So there's a sci-fi author named Lee Brackett who worked on an early draft of The Empire Strikes Back, and some of the things that were in her early draft made it all the way through. So that's that's a pretty early contribution there. Charmin Devono was credited for the teleplay on an episode of Droids, which was technically before this, but... This episode marks the first time in Star Wars history where the episode or the movie or whatever was fully written by a female author. The whole story.
0: Mm. Yeah. The whole story. That's right.
2: She is is the sole credited author with teleplay, script, everything, just Linda Wolverton. Uh, this is the first episode that she does, but it gets wild. So hold on there. She's, she writes one more later on in the series. The only thing she worked on prior to this was the show Popples. Do you guys remember Popples? I love
1: Popples. Yeah.
2: Do you remember those, Steve? They were like stuffed I, animals. Like I
0: do. I never saw the show, though. I didn't even know there was
2: a show. Were
1: they a show first or a toy first? I
2: think they were a toy first because I didn't know there was a show either. I, I only I knew. I think them. I
1: knew about the show, but I never watched it.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, she she wrote one of those before that. She also would write for the Dennis the Menace animated series, Teen Wolf and other series. But she hit it big when she wrote the screenplays for some Disney hits like Beauty and the Beast. What? The Lion King. What? The live action Alice in Wonderland series and the Maleficent films. Oh,
1: wow. So she's she's made it.
0: Yeah, pretty prolific. I mean, I was going to joke like, oh, yeah, I like those small things like beauty and the beast <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh,
1: whatever beauty yeah. and the beast and the lion king wow yeah
0: i know yeah those are too big those were big what is that like 94 huge. and 95 yeah. like those were yeah.
2: huge movies well remember beauty and the beast was nominated for best picture not like best animated picture best, best, picture. best. picture i do remember that yeah
1: such a good movie i yeah. love them it's Wild. so beautiful in the mm-hmm. music yeah so good
2: so yeah, so this is someone who would go on to have be you know a prolific and like highly and she, regarded screenwriter. And she Ewoks. graced
1: us with her That's with right. her skill. <laughs> That's Thank right.
0: God too. I mean, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. We needed we needed a break. We needed a break from the uh, Paul Dini.
0: Paul Dini. I'm so used to Paul Dini. When it came across as Linda Wolverton, I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. You know, like yeah. <laughs> I know. Go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. You want to take us in with our uber detailed plot? Yeah. Let's go for it. Season 2 episode 6A, Gone with the Mimphs A pair of Ewoks standing guard at night are attacked by the Hanadak, a giant gorilla-like creature. They are swatted away like flies and run away to alert Chief Chirpa. The warriors of the village rally to capture the Hanadak. Wicket runs after them but is stopped by Chief Chirpa. His friends try to console him, but Wicket is too miffed to listen after being called a wackling. So he sets off on his own to find it.
1: Okay, hey, now let me get let me get some of your expert knowledge oh, here. Okay. Okay. okay, yeah. Is this something like is Wicket wanting to be a hunter or a warrior? Is this like a like a theme?
0: Yes. He wants to be a warrior so bad, and the way you get to be a warrior is you have to fill up your belt of honor with trophies.
1: So this, this is something that has happened before.
0: This is like a in
2: the first episode of season two, it was all like, Wicket's going to get his belt of honor, and now okay. it, it comes back. All right. The, yeah.
1: Carry on. Yep. Yep. So
2: that is a thing. He's working on it, like yep. his badges. He's,
0: his He's working yep. on his, his uh, Boy Scout. <laughs> you exactly. walk Boy Scout. <laughs> yes. Yes. So he quickly finds the Hanadak sleeping in the forest. The Hanadak wakes up as Wicket tries to steal a tooth for his <laughs> belt of honor N- Wicket narrowly escapes In the river and the Hanadak is furious Destroying Wicket's slingshot In anger Falling down a waterfall Wicket is knocked out And floats safely To a nearby shore The rest of the group searches for Wicket Latara is afraid the Hanadak may find them too But Tebow created a magic Hanadak repellent mm. Which apparently was, which it was pretty bad Because she said it's probably working yeah. They stumble upon a group of Kagel's. Mm-hmm. they tell the ewoks that wicket battled the Hanadak and lost nisa doesn't believe wicket is Hanadak meat so they continue to search and are convinced he was killed when they find his destroyed sling <laughs> meanwhile wicket wakes up all tied up by tiny little creatures called mimths mimths are small as mice but look like bunnies The mymphs display Wicket like a show until the Hanadak appears and nearly kills some mymphs before Wicket saves them. Wicket then leaps from a tree and blindfolds the Hanadak, leading him right to the river where he falls in and is washed over a huge waterfall. Wicket is sad he didn't get to grab a Hanadak tooth for his belt of honor, so the mymphs offer one of their teeth. On his way back to the village, Wicket finds Tebow, Latara, and Nisa wailing over the suspected death of Wicket. Wicket waits till Latara admits he's the biggest, bravest warrior on Endort before he reveals himself. Wicket shamelessly asks Latara to repeat what she says and stubbornly does so. Roll credits.
2: The end. So, Hillary, how does this stack up against the three lessons?
1: I have blocked out the three lessons. (laughs) The only thing I remember is how terrible it was.
2: Okay. This
1: was much better. Yeah. This, I actually kind of, like, I enjoyed the story. There were moments of humor that I thought worked. Yeah. This was okay.
2: Yeah. This was, like, like a lot of second season episodes have been, this this felt like, yeah, this is a dumb cartoon from the 80s. It's harmless. You know, it's not, like, making me angry or anything. It's just, like, whatever. But I had a pretty good time with it. Yeah. I thought, you know, I thought, um, Steve and I have kind of ragged it here and there because sometimes doing the 10 minute episodes versus the full 22, sometimes it feels like there's way too much crammed in. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it feels like it's just not suited for it. But I felt like this was a pretty good showcase for the 11 minute.
0: I I did think it could have been possibly five minutes longer Mm. because normally shows like this, when there is a bad guy like that, they will he's angry or mad but then you find out it's for a reason, oh, yeah. and oh, that he kind of character oh. arc is resolved, right? Yeah. So if it was just a little bit longer, I feel like that would have been a clever way to, I, I guess, extend the episode. They probably could have extended it the full yeah, thing, a, a, a full thing. Talked about the actually, I think the mimps are coming up again, but they could have developed that character a little bit more, and the whole Hanadak, So we wouldn't have been like, yeah, hey, Hanadax is kind of a jerk who, he doesn't even really do it. He doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah, really. he just kind of swats them away. so I thought, well, that's really significant. He's yeah, he's a curmudgeon. Like so, then they go hunt him down. Yeah, right. They're like, we're going to hunt him down. There were a lot of
2: different species introduced in this episode, but in such a short turnaround, oh, yeah. we had several. You know, the mimps were new. The Hanadeck was new. The awkwardly named Kegels.
1: I made I made Nick rewind it to make sure that it actually was Kegels, and I hadn't misheard <laughs> it. But no,
0: that was could have been a hundred other names yeah. <laughs> that's what they went with it but, was startling but no there were so there
2: were a lot of creatures introduced that's for sure yeah um but I, I feel like overall i feel like i had a good time with it you know the um i thought in the beginning where they're like oh it's a hannah deck and he's just like Poof, <laughs> Poof, and just like completely swats them away i thought that was kind that of funny was.
1: i liked when uh wicked ties him up with the rope first of oh, all yeah. i liked that he was sort of succeeding a little bit yeah like he was like you know doing something yeah. courageous yeah and then i thought the animation was really good when the hanadeck just like stands up and yawns because you could just see how little effort yeah. it took like yeah. it was just he that's broke true. the he broke the ropes and he just was shreds them. Yeah.
0: just shreds yeah. Him. <laughs> easily yeah. yeah i like that too and then he's like uh-oh like between his legs <laughs> that's mm-hmm. so good
2: yeah, and he had the um the slingshot was, like, hooked around the tooth. He was trying to get the tooth out, you know? And yeah. so, like, that falls and gets broken, which is, you know, it's a it's clever setup so the others can find it a yeah. little bit yeah. later. You know, and they don't just find the ropes. They find the broken slingshot, which, you know, uh, I thought that was cool. No gliders, but we got a little slingshot action, <laughs> yeah. so that was nice. I didn't like... I thought the kegels were stupid. Yeah, that was... Like, not just the name. I just thought, like, why? Like, why do we have them at
0: all? Yeah, so just, I felt
1: like they were going to do something but they, they just like popped point. out of the bushes yeah. talked about wicket and that was in
0: i think maybe because if they didn't have the Keggles, then they would have just assumed wicket went downstream so they yeah. just needed
1: like a messenger they
0: needed to be like oh yeah yeah we saw the hanadak and he like totally killed this little furry thing
2: i just thought it was weird to introduce a new species just for that like it wasn't something already in play yes i did like the the gulliver's travels vibe You know, he goes from, like, tangling with the big guy and then obvious when he's, like, laying down (laughs) Mm -hmm. and he's all tied up and they're climbing on it. Yes. Um, And even when he's on display and stuff, there's a lot of really clear allusions to Gulliver's travels, going from big to small and then, you know, kind of befriending the smaller ones. Does that
1: kind of thing happen in the show
2: usually? No. No. Why was it called Gone with the Mimps? Like a play on Gone with the Wind. It wasn't like Wicket's Travels or something right? like that, oh, which yeah. would have made sense. It was Gone with the mimphs. And he also, I mean, I guess he was technically gone with, with the, the Mimps, yeah. so, you know, <laughs> it is truthful.
0: But It's funny, though, that he did escape the big creature, but couldn't. Escape the small yeah, ones. true. Mm-hmm. You know? And I also, well, I mean, I, I liked... he did, right? Didn't he undo himself? He must have. Did I he? I think he did. I don't know. I think or he did undid they... himself or something like, like that. I feel like they undid him so that he could help them. That's
1: right, because the guy that... came yeah.
0: and
2: was attacking them. That's right. Them.
0: Yeah. That's right, because the Hanadak. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, right,
2: he needed the help. I like that. Uh, I like that the Mimp offered one of their tiny little teeth for his belt. I thought that was. Cute. Yeah, it
0: that was, was cute. So and I like that
1: it was just a tooth that he had lost. It was like, oh yeah, Steve lost his
0: tooth. Last yeah, right. Yeah,
1: last week. Here you can <laughs> yeah, have it.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, was it was funny. during that battle. It was during the battle with the, with the Hanadak.
1: Oh, was it? He lost it because of the. Oh, I missed oh.
0: that. They're like Fred lost. It. You can have Fred's tooth. He lost it when battling the Hanadak. <laughs> and he was like... Beep. That's funny. Oh. You know, that was so... I thought that was funny. Like, yep. And they're all like... Like whispering about it. Like it was this big thing. And I was like, oh, what's it going to be? <laughs> it's a tiny little speck. Did he put yeah. it on his belt? He I accepted that too. it. But did
1: he put it on his belt?
0: Yeah, I don't uh, know. He better not have... It's, a, it's another weird trophy. We, Hillary, you missed an episode where he was just like, yeah, I saved the day. But like the creature... Flew into something and it <laughs> right. fell down and then everything fell on top of it. Yeah. So it's like, it wasn't even him yeah, who did right. it. It just was a mistake. And there was a
2: the time when he just found one of the scales and was like, Oh, a scale for my belt of honor. And it's like, my dude, that's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how it works. You have to you earn it. Find yeah. Random,
0: yeah. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, did you defeat it? No, I found <laughs> it. Like, yeah, you found what? it. come on. Finders man. keepers. No problem. <laughs> Steve, what was your Ichiwawa moment? So my Ichiwawa moment was one of two things. I thought <laughs> both having to do with the mymphs. I think just the mymphs in general, really, I thought were really, really fun. Okay. But when the mimphs, yeah. they're like, you know, do something. And he's like, oh, Kavark, And they're like, he said, Kvark. what is that? Kavark, 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 Kvark? And they're all like repeating it. And it's like... That's like their f word. I just thought that
2: was yeah right good. They just yeah like they just, just adopted it and they yeah. have
0: no idea. Yeah, and then the Mimp tooth I thought was just like that was just so funny. Like you know yeah. you're gonna have one of ours and it's just he's like thanks and it's just the tiny yeah, to the, the Ewok. Tiniest, it's tiniest. a tiny thing. Yeah, it's like a tic tac. Right. you know that was great. Yeah. What about you?
2: Oh, I I mean, I guess I got to give it to the Gulliver's Travel stuff. I mean, I just, Mm. I didn't, when it was the Hannah deck, I didn't think about it. But when he he wakes up tied up, I thought, and as it kept going and they did more and more allusions to it, I thought that was pretty cool. So, you know, even though that's, that is atypical, like they're not doing other literary adaptations. I I thought that was kind of a cool part. Hillary, anything reach levels of Ichiwawa for you?
1: I guess I, I mean, the only thing that keeps coming back is that, What's it called Hanadak.
2: Oh, the Hanadak. the Hanadak mm-hmm. breaking
1: the the ropes, I just love oh, that. oh yeah,
2: up. yeah, okay when he yeah. when he stands up in no effort, he doesn't even realize he's tied up, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good.
0: He does Did... it so so easily that the ropes were like feathers coming down to mm-hmm. like he, that's yep. how much he shredded them just so easily, and they're just like, yep. f- yeah, yep. down, you're like, well, dang, man, this guy's strong, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: what about your oak of Arc moment, Steve?
0: uh th- you know, the Kegels. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally just, you know, and then there was three of them, and they didn't even do a good job of, like, showing... The, if they had done something like a random creature walking in the forest and all of a sudden, whoa, being there when the, the Hanadak is fighting Wicket, that would have been one thing, right? Because then yeah. the creature would have been like, ah, and then jumped into a bush, and then the yeah. other walklings find him and he jumps out of that same bush would have literally yeah. just added 13 seconds maybe to the episode. And I think that would yeah. have been better than three random kegels just jumping out and being like, yeah, hello. And they're like, oh, the kegels. And we're like, yeah. I have no idea who that is. We're supposed to like assume that we know, you know,
2: that's a good point. And they so often do the thing where they have an establishing shot with an animal, you know, and then it yes. goes into the scene. Yeah. So they could have just done that. They could have just showed something was there. So I think uh, I think that was probably probably mine. Hillary, what about you? Was there a part that you just hated?
1: I don't think there was anything I really hated. Okay. when they first it's funny that the Gulliver's Travels bit was with the mimps was your favorite. Yeah, because I would say that's probably the lowest because I just sort of started drifting.
2: Oh, like I didn't
1: care so much, I guess. And then like action started happening again and I was back in. So I don't I guess it would be that.
0: Not a fan. Okay. that makes sense to me. That's like a.
2: eh. Uh, I think for my Oak of Arc moment, probably would just be, again, like Wicket, you know, in the beginning where he's just like, you know what? I'm going to go after this Hanadak. Just like charges in, no plan or whatever. And then just just, like defeated soundly. Just because, as you know, I've always liked Ewoks and I've always liked Wicket and he's cool in Return of the Jedi and he's just like so dopey in season two. So I didn't like his dopiness in this episode.
1: I liked that he really went for it, though.
2: I guess that's true. Like, I, I mean, I guess I, I figured,
1: yeah, I figured he would just be sort of like bragging and like, I'm, t- I'm, I'm gonna go do the thing, but not really go do the thing. But he goes and does the thing. Yeah, you know, like it's too that's strong true. for him. He goes. He actually
2: does. Yeah. yeah, which is, I guess, atypical. Tip- you know, he doesn't usually charge in. Okay, fine. Maybe that was fine.
1: Then <laughs> the <That laughs> kegels. I hate
2: those dumb yeah. kegels. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say there's an obvious moral or lesson here. It seems like this is just kind of a goofy, fun one. I don't...
1: Appreciate your friends because they might die yeah, violently.
2: There you go. We have so little time on this on this earth. You never know when a Hannah death might kill you.
0: It's so done to death where somebody's suspected to be dead and they're like, yeah. oh, I would have told them I love them. And they're like, yeah. what did you say? You know, from the bush. And it's just like, yeah. come on, man. Like, I don't. Oh, I shouldn't say that because this is 1986. So basically, everything after that's done it to death. True, so this, you know
2: they're on the ground floor. Maybe they maybe they first. did it first. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good point. That's a good point, Hillary. Uh, how many yub nubs are we going to give this one, Hillary? Out of out, five. Out of, out of five yub nubs.
1: Seven. No, no,
2: Hillary. Definitely not. <laughs> I, said, I said out of five.
1: I don't live by your rules. <laughs> okay
2: uh i mean it, compared to to the the three lessons probably it's a seven out of five um, yeah. <laughs> I, you know i think i would go like 3.5 here you know i had a good time it was kind of whatever that oh, was decent what yeah. about you
0: steve i i would give it a four i think this is one of the first times i've given a higher rating than nick <laughs> yeah that's true hey. That's I just true. thought it was this good. It, I was just like, oh, I feel like it's ending. And then it ended and I was just like, oh, I really wanted like a couple more minutes of that episode. That was good. You know, I just thought it was fun. You know, I didn't,
2: that is a good point. What you said about like sort of having the Hannah Deck come back around. that That is... That is kind of a, a trope of that era. So, yeah, I, I guess in hindsight, that, that is interesting. Just a few more minutes. That. That's but, all we needed, yeah. you
0: know? Like, all of them to get back together, uh, and they're like, and then Hanadak randomly comes out again, and they're like, oh, him again! And it's like, oh, he's got a thorn in his foot. Yeah, exactly. That's totally yeah, he Ewoks. Like, oh, we just need to remove his, his thorn! His wife left him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so true, though. It's so true. I just still remember Hillary saying seven. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yep. she did. Yeah, I did.
2: She did. I'm
1: standing did. by it.
0: <laughs> bold. You
1: know what? I love this show now.
0: Do you? Really? Wow. We have it's our first. Turn me around. Oh, you can be on the next episode then. <laughs> you ready? I'm going to be an
1: Ewoks apologist from hear, now on.
0: I hear. I hear She's a, a, a third guest host
2: right here, <laughs> Hillary. You got to watch. Yep. She, <laughs> she'd really need to go back and watch all the episodes. I oh, think, she should. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, really, You're
1: talking really me out of it. it. You're okay. talking me all out right. of it.
2: Well, you can
0: skip the three
2: lessons Yeah, because you saw that one you saw that one saw Hillary it. thanks for thanks for coming back
1: you're welcome thanks for
2: talking about what's going on over on previously on x-men
1: over there we're gonna be doing uh we're going through the animated series oh, yeah. of x-men yep. from the 90s and we are doing long shot okay. and cold comfort okay long shot is an episode mm. with mojo
2: mm.
1: I don't love mojo. I know. I remember Cold Comfort has Iceman. Oh. Ah. So yeah. I'm a
2: big Iceman fan and I've never seen this episode. Yeah. It's so, the only time. That'll it's be fun. We'll
1: have a good chat. Okay.
2: All right. So yeah, you can follow Hillary elsewhere on the on the network over on previously on X-Men. Uh, we'll be back next time with season two, episode six B, The First Apprentice. Ooh. Steve also Are there uh,
1: other apprentices? I don't know. Apprentices.
2: There, I know that there's a Last Jedi. But maybe this is maybe this is the, the first apprentice. first apprentice. Oh, first would that
0: be Tebow? I mean, can I guess that that's probably an episode about oh, Tebow? OK,
2: let's lock it in.
0: But isn't he already? Isn't he already an apprentice? apprentice?
2: I mean, con. maybe we're going to learn. But he's low gray has some dark past of training walklings in the dark arts Ooh. and they've all like died or something. Ooh, if only back. Today is my day of reckoning. I'm the first apprentice it's morag,
0: it's actually. morag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah bow's like yay, I'm the first apprentice and he just comes out of nowhere no yeah. I am
2: the first apprentice you I know, would like, be <laughs> listen I would be very much here
0: for that so I know right I guess we'll have to find out next time we'll see everybody then yes I can't wait thank you Hillary for joining us that was great
1: yeah see ya <laughs>
0: This Endorian Life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include 90s Music Got Me Like, previously on X-Men, and 9021 Here We Go. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts.